Welcome to the Landmark Podcast. I'm Jason Calhoun, pastor of Landmark Pentecostal Church in Texarkana, Texas. We encourage you to visit us on the web at landmarkupc.net for a schedule of services and upcoming events. We pray that you are blessed by the message today. Thank you again for listening. Chapter 12, chapter 12 and verse 48, just a portion of verse 48. Uh, Luke chapter 12, verse 48, for unto whomsoever much is given of him shall be much required. For unto whomsoever much is given of him shall be much required. You may be seated. My, 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 it's good to be here tonight uh, in Texarkana. As I told you this morning, it's been a long time since I've been here. I was here at the dedication of this building, and uh, uh, that's been so long ago I can't remember uh, how long it's been. But uh, anyway, it's good to still be alive and to be here. And since then, uh, after pastoring for 41 and uh, half years at the same church, uh, 16 months ago, I retired, and it just feels real good. I don't even, I told Brother Calhoun, I said, I don't even want to tell you about it because you're too young to retire, and you'd want to retire. And uh, he's not ready to retire. And uh, I appreciate uh, Brother and Sister Looper being here tonight, Brother and Sister Hare. And uh, also Brother and Sister Calhoun, Brother Calhoun's uh, mother and dad, and uh, the mayor and the banker. Now, before church, Brother Calhoun told me, he said, they're both bankers. And I got to thinking, well, I hope he don't set them on the platform, and I got to set between them right here in the house of God. I'd feel like Jesus on the cross between two thieves. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got to have a drink of water on that one. All right. Praise God. i just kidding. Almost. I mean, anyway, no. <laughs> Praise God. And uh, we're glad for everybody that's here uh, tonight. I've enjoyed uh, being here and uh, uh, visiting with Brother and Sister Calhoun and seeing some of you that I haven't saw in uh, a long time. But I was thinking about this service tonight, and you are to be congratulated. Uh, I've lived long enough uh, to pay out, build a church and to pay it off, and uh, it's a good feeling. It's a real good feeling. It's a real good feeling. In fact, it's better than that. Really, I just get thinking about it, and it just feels good all over more than anyplace else. And... Uh, but I was thinking about this congregation. You are to be complimented. And uh, I thought about you young people. Uh, some of you were, wasn't even born when they took the loan out for this church. And you have enjoyed uh, this facility. And, but you don't want to ever forget there was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that went into this. And... And those monthly payments and, 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 and whatever, 
uh, it takes a long time to pay off uh, a place. It really does. But God bless you. I'm, I'm going to tell you, there's nothing like faithful men and faithful women in a local church that you can depend on. As I told the men last night as I was talking to them, the Bible says, book of Proverbs, that uh, confidence in an unfaithful man or woman is like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint. Have you ever had a broken tooth and a foot out of joint? I have. And I told the men about that last night. I'm not going to go back into it tonight. But, but I'm going to tell you, somebody that's not faithful and dependable, it's like a broken tooth. The Bible says that. Don't get mad at me. That's what the Bible says. Like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint. But there's nothing like good men and women in a local church. Praise God. It makes a good, good community. But I thought about, I thought about this, uh, this uh, congregation. And then I thought about uh, the scripture that I just read to you. For unto whomsoever much is given... Of him shall be much required. And then I thought about, I've been thinking, can you tell? Uh, in the book of Luke chapter 14 and verse 16. I just want to read a portion of this, then come back to it later. It said, then said he unto him, a certain man made a great feast and bade many. Or in other words, he invited many. And sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden or to them that were invited, Come, come, for all things are now ready. Come, for all things are now ready. And that's my subject tonight. Come, for all things are now ready. I want to talk about this church. I want to talk about what God has done for you. And I'm, I'm telling you, uh, a blind man could see uh, what a blessing God has blessed this church with. He really has. I want to talk about this. First of all, you drive up to this property, and it's a beautiful piece of property. I don't know how much property you got here, but I know one thing in California, it cost a hunk of money. In fact, I don't know if Finn Baker's got not that much money or not. But anyway, anyway, you pull up to this piece of property, and it's clean, it's neat. You're to be complimented for that. That's 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 a compliment to this church, and and it's a blessing for this part of uh, of town. And uh, uh, it's clean, it's nice, and you have this uh, beautiful sanctuary here. And you've got the educational uh, unit. And, and everything's just, it, it's just right. When you drive up on this property a lot of times, you don't even think about probably that paid parking lot out there. You've got a paved park. That could be a dirt parking lot. In fact, I want to tell you something. You folks could be just starting a church. You could be in a storefront building tonight. You could be in an industrial area tonight. But no, you got, you got a, a beautiful sanctuary. And you've got a paid parking lot. You could be pulling up on a, on, a, on a rainy day on a money parking lot and tracking mud in and, and whatever be saying, I'll be glad when we can get something better than this. 
Hey, you don't need nothing better than this. You need to, you need to, uh, to, to thank God for his benefits. This is the blessing of the Lord. This is the blessing of the Lord. And then you've got this beautiful uh, building to come in. And when you get in, this could be a, uh, an old coal warehouse somewhere where you're trying to start a church. You know, this church had to start sometime. I don't know its beginning, but it had to start sometime. And I know tonight I have preached in churches that just starting in houses. I mean, right there in a house, a, a church that's just starting. I'm 75 years old, man. I've been there and done that. I mean, I mean, I've been there where where it's just where the rubber meets the road. You you folks, when you pull up here, you need to say thank God for this parking lot, thank God for this sanctuary. You need to be thankful. Oh, praise the Lord, for he is good. And then, and then you, you come in here, and, and now I'm going to tell you something. At least in California, uh, hot and cold is a, is a preacher's nightmare in sound. I'll I tell you what, I've come to church, and, and after service, somebody come in and say, Brother Morton, it's too cold back there in that corner. Somebody else comes say, Brother Morton, it was hot over in that corner. You know what I do? I say, I'll take care of it. I just leave it where it's at. <laughs> and somebody at one night, hey, one night, I had this really happened. I had a guy come to me, and he said, I'm telling you what, Brother Morton, it's too loud back there where I'm at in that PA. Okay. In the same service, a guy come to me and said, we can't hardly hear over there. I'll take care of it. I just leave it like it is. <laughs> That's the way you take care of it. But you come in here and you got this sound system, even if it is too loud. And, and I don't know that it is. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> you come in here and, and you got hot and you got cold and, and you come in here and you got carpet. See, you don't think about this. But this, you got this carpet on the floor. And you got that padded pew. Oh, when I started the church, when I came to God, I said, boy, did it pop. It, I mean, I had to sit on a board. That's right. You're sitting on that padded pew. And, and, and you, some of you don't even need that padded pew. You got enough pad. I mean, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Hey, hey, hey. It's all right to laugh. It's all right to have fun. It's all right to worship God. We're talking about the blessings of God. We're talking about what God has done for you folks. That's right. And you got these altars where folks can come and repent and give their heart to God. You got a baptistry where folks can be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins. Hey, come on, come on, Landmark. You need to stop and thank God for what he's done for you. Oh, yeah. Praise God. And you don't only have these, this beautiful building, but you've got, you've got an organ. Yeah. And you've got drums. Boy, it looks like a monkey's cage. But anyway, anyway, you've got drums. And, and, and you've got... Whatever that is, guitar or bass or whatever, and whatever that, boy, that's a, that's a, that's a newfangled piano. And, and, but, and, and 
you've got these musical instruments. And I'll tell you something. You've got people to play them. And, and, and you've got a choir. And you've got a choir director. Hey, you, you, you just, too many times, we just take things for granted. We just take it for granted. You don't think about the parking lot. You don't think about the building. You don't think about the air conditioner. You don't think about the, uh, the heater. You don't think about the, uh, the musical instrument. You don't think about the people. Hey, I know churches tonight that's struggling because they, they have to have church without any musical instruments because they don't have anybody to play them. You need to thank God. I'm telling you, folks, you need to thank God. This is the blessing of the Lord. This is the blessing of the Lord. And then you don't only have that. You got some people. You got people. That's right. You got people. And on top of that, you got, you got a preacher. Now, let me tell you something. He's not just a preacher. This is a fine young man. I've known him for a long You need to thank God. You've got a good pastor. I'm telling you, you need to thank God. You better hold on to him. You better be good. You better be good. Let me tell you, there's other places that would like to have him. That's right. And he, he's not just a figurehead. He's, he's a man of God. He loves God. He walks with God. And besides that, he's got a wonderful wife. In fact, I want her to stand up. You, just, you give me a smile and I'll dirty look or I'll say bad things about you. <laughs> That's right. You need to thank God. You may be seated. Now, she was obedient. She didn't sit down until I asked her to. That's right. But anyway, you got a, you, you, you've got a pastor. You've got a pastor's wife. And, and he's not an old man like me. Of course, he ain't near as tough as I am. But no, no. I mean, he's, what, 42? He's just right. He's not too young and he's not too old. That's right. And some of you that's older here say, wow, he's just a kid. Yeah, but he's your pastor, and he's your man of God, and you better respect him, and you need to love him, and you need to appreciate him. Praise God. That's right. And not only is he a pastor, or and he, he, he's a good one, but let me tell you something else. He preaches the truth. He's not a false prophet. You know what he preaches? I, I'm fixing to quote the Bible. Uh, then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, uh, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sin you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. He preaches the oneness of God, that God was manifest in the flesh and came and lived and walked among men. Thank God. You're in a truth-preaching church. That's right. And, and in this world that we're living in, I'm in this, I'm in this world. I, I, I've been, a, I've been a, a preacher for 55 years. And, and, and I'm telling you what, there's all kinds out there nowadays. But this is a fine young man. You need to appreciate him. 
Don't take all of this that I'm talking about. Don't take it for granted. We can just take it for granted. Drive up on the parking lot. Don't think about it. I want you to start coming and get out of your car and say, Thank God for this piece of property. Thank God for this parking lot. Thank God I don't have to wade through the mud. Come in here. Thank God for this padded pew. Thank God for this choir. Thank God for the choir leader. Thank God for the preacher and his wife. Thank God for the music. I'm telling you what. And not only that. Listen, saints. You're in a safe place. This is a good place to raise your kids. This is a good place. That's my church. That's my preacher. That's where I go to church. You need to thank God for it. You need to appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm going someplace. I'm going someplace. And some of you are thinking, I wish you'd hurry and get there. (laughs) Everybody say, praise the Lord. But, okay. Now, there's other, we could go further than that, but. You've got the point. And that's this. Now, I said all that to say this. All things are now ready. And the Bible said, For unto whomsoever much is given of him shall be much required. Now, let me tell you something, saints. I'm getting serious right now. I've been serious all along, but I'm going to sound serious right now. God hasn't given you this piece of property to just enjoy. God hasn't given you this sanctuary to just come and go from it. God has given you this piece of property and this sanctuary uh, and this pastor and his wife and the people that you have and, and the musical instruments and the musicians and the choir and the choir leader and whatever. and what God hasn't given you that to just sit here and say, it's us four and no more. God has given you this for a reason. God has given you this for a reason. God has given it to you because there's no ex- you have no excuse. You have no excuse. You have no excuse. God has given you all that I have talked about tonight because God wants Landmark Church to have revival and evangelism. Oh, yes. God wants Landmark Church to have revival and evangelism. Jesus, one time there was a, there was a young man that came to Jesus And he said, good master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus gave him a list of things to do. And then the young man said, well, all of these things have I done from my youth up. I have, I've I've done all this. But he said, what lack I yet? What lack I, one thing Jesus said, thou likest. One thing thou likest. And I want to say to this church tonight, you have this beautiful property, this clean property, this sanctuary, and all that I've named tonight. But, oh, I'm going to tell you what you really need. I'm going to, do I become your enemy because I tell you the truth, the apostle Paul said. Do I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? One thing thou like, you need a flaming revival and evangelism. 
God has put you in this city. God has put you in this city. God has put you in this community right here to reach this community. God wants you to have revival. God wants these pews to be filled up. God wants this preacher to have to go back to the banker and say, we've got to have another loan because we've got to expand. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, all things are now ready. You don't have a reason to not have revival. Come on, let's worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then you need to take the attitude. Each saint here is responsible. And you need to take the attitude. If it is to be, then it's up to me. If everybody in this church would get baptized with the baptism, if it is to be, if we had a revival, if we're to have evangelism, if we're to win souls, if it is to be, it's up to me. It's up to me. It's up to the men. It's up to the women. It's up to the young people. It's up to the preacher. It's up to the choir. If it is to be, it's up to me. And I'm going to tell you, there ain't nothing like revival and evangelism. Revival and evangelism. There ain't nothing like a, a man or woman walking this aisle, kneeling at this altar and repenting of their sins and being baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking of the tongue. There ain't nothing like it. What keeps a church growing and going is evangelism, 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 evangelism. Praise God. I'm telling you, there ain't nothing like it. There ain't nothing, nothing like it. And uh, the Bible said, he that wins souls is wise. And the spirit of evangelism, I'm talking about the spirit of evangelism now. It means a crusading zeal. Oh, God, baptize this church with a crusading zeal. Everybody in this church ought to have church cards in their pocket or in their billfold. Ought to be inviting folks. You know, one of the first things I done when I pulled into town here, I got me some church cards. See right there? That's that's church cards so I can invite folks uh, uh, to church uh, uh, while I'm here. Every man, every woman, everybody in this place tonight ought to have church cards uh, uh, so you can uh, uh, so you can invite folks uh, uh, to the house of God. That's right. Praise God. I remember one day I was in the uh, grocery store there and. Uh, Fresno, and and uh, when I was still pastoring, I was checking out at the grocery store, and 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 I handed the fella uh, a church card. He said, "Oh no, I don't need that." He reached in his pocket and pulled out about five or six church cards. He said, "I've already got that many today from your church." That's the way it ought to be. Yeah. Talking to these bankers here make me think of another story, and that is uh, one day I had a check, and I, had, I hadn't been in this bank in, a, in about two years, and I wanted to hurry up and cash this check, and I thought, boy, they probably won't even cash it, and it wasn't even on that bank. Uh, and I went in the bank, and I laid, uh, I laid it down. I said, I don't want to cash this uh, check. And I signed it, and she looked at it and just started counting out the money, and I stopped her. I said, whoa, whoa. I did. I said, you, uh, uh, you didn't even ask me for any ID. She reached home, got a church card. She said, look, I know who you are. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, I'm glad that check wasn't hot. <laughs> Praise God.
praise God. Praise. Oh, let's raise our hands and worship God. Let's raise our hands and thank God. Oh, we're talking about evangelism, evangelism, evangelism. Amen. One thing thou likest, a real spirit, I, I, I mean a real spirit of, of revival and evangelism. Just whoa, 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 whoa. Do you know what I mean? God wants this church to be filled. This is what the, this is what the, uh, the Bible says. I want to go on and read this. And it said, uh, the servant, he said to the servant, he said, go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor and the maimed and the halt and the blind. He said, go out quickly, go out quickly, go out quickly and bring them in here. And then uh, the Bible said uh, in verse 23, it says, go into the uh, highways uh, and the hedges uh, and compel them to come in that my house may be what that it may be filled. God wants a full house. God wants a full. Do you hear what I said? God wants a full house. God wants a full house. Praise God. Somebody said, well, uh, uh, I can't get nobody. Well, that reminds me of a story when the north and the south was fighting each other. Uh, this is a true story. They were fighting each other, and the south was losing, and... Uh, I know y'all hate to hear that, but anyway, that's the way it was. And, and they were losing, and, 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 and so there was an old boy with a mule, uh, just a young kid, really, just a young guy, about 16 years old. He was plowing with a mule, and, and uh, uh, the southern army was marching across to that plowed field, and the captain of that regiment said, Hey, son, go to the house and get your gun. said, We need some help. We're losing this war. And so... He unhooked the old mule and run up the house and got his gun and told his mama, I just got drafted. I got to go. And, oh, no, son, no, no. And some of the men in the regiment said, oh, no, no, he's too young. He ain't had no training, no nothing. Said, let's don't. Said, oh, no, no, no. We, we need all the men that we can get. And so they got out there and, and, and they got into battle and got to shooting and whatever and whatever. And, and finally they retreated and they went to camp and, 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 and they had the guards out and, and they took roll and I, I don't remember his name. I call him George. George wasn't there. And uh, he said, they said, look, said, uh, we, 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 we told you not, Captain, not to bring that kid. Said he's laying out there dead somewhere. Well, anyway, they, they bedded down for the night. All at once, the guards started waking everybody up, and they grabbing their guns. Somebody was coming through the brush, and it was old George. It was that kid, and he had 10 prisoners, and they would come walking in like this, and he had his gun on them. And they said, man, we cannot believe this. Said, Where did you get them? Said, we've never captured that many uh, at one time. He said, where did I get them? He said, the woods is full of them. Go get you some. I'm telling you what the woods is full of around here. There's people here. There's people here that need to repent. There's people that need to be baptized in Jesus' name. There's people that need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. The woods is full. Don't tell. This place is full of people. If this city never grew anymore, there's enough people here to fill this church. Oh, everybody in this city needs to repent, be baptized in Jesus' name, and fill with the Holy Ghost. Oh, yes, 
the Bible says uh, the Lord gave the word and great was the company of those uh, that published it. Said he that goeth forth weeping bearing precious seed shall doubtless or without doubt come again rejoicing bringing his sheaves uh, uh, with him. If you don't sow you don't reap. If you don't sow you don't reap. But the Bible teaches us uh, that we will reap what we sow. I'm telling you what if we sow the seed we're going to reap a harvest one way or another. The Bible said behold a sower went forth uh, to sow and he was sowing the seed and the Bible said some fell uh, by the wayside and some fell on stony ground and some fell among thorns but the Bible said some fell on good ground. I just believe uh, in Texarkana there's some good ground. There's some good hearts. There's some men somewhere. Some women somewhere that need to be invited to this church. They're waiting on you. Glory to God. Oh, yeah. You got to sow the seed, and it takes a lot of sowing. In fact, the Bible said the kingdom of heaven is likened to a man that cast a net into the ocean. And the Bible, he pulled in the net. And the Bible said he pulled in all kinds. you got to throw the net out. You'll pull in all kinds. You'll pull in drunks. You'll pull in dopers. You'll pull in smokers. You'll pull in uh, uh, homeless. You'll pull in... Uh, all kinds and not everybody's going to stick and not everybody's going to stay but somebody's going to stick somebody's going to stay and this church is going to grow oh God baptized this church with the spirit of evangelism God baptized this church with the spirit come on men let's catch a hold of this spirit come on women come on young people let's catch a hold of this spirit glory to God Hallelujah. I'm telling you what, it works. And, 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 and I'm not a preacher. I practice what I preach. I went to Fresno. Well, now it's been 43 years, but I was pastor there 41 and a half years. Uh, I, I went there. I went there. And, and, and in that city, in 41 and a half years, we started. I mean, they're there tonight. I mean, they're having church tonight. We started, uh, we started six churches. I'm talking about buildings bought and paid for. And we put pastors in. They're all within 10 minutes of our mother church. Uh, I, I, some folks, some preachers said, aren't you afraid to do it? No, I'm not afraid. I'm afraid not to do it. I'm afraid not to do it. I mean, they're, they're, they're preachers, they're pastors, they're good men, and, and, and they're pastoring uh, these churches within 10 minutes of the mother church. Uh, when I left there, uh, they were running and still are uh, 14 buses uh, that they send out into the city uh, 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 every Sunday uh, to pick up people. And somebody said, oh, that's just a, a bunch of kids. I'm telling you, those kids become men, and those kids become women women come on church let's get a hold of it let's get a hold of it in fact that reminds me of a story uh this just happened one of my young men that uh uh in fact we sent one uh, that's not counting the church we sent one uh brother to canada and started a church up there and it's still going and uh uh, then one of he left and one of my men went up there and was up there 
uh, five years, and, and then he turned it over to somebody, and he was back uh, in the States. This all just happened right now. And, and he's evangelizing, and uh, uh, he just took a church in, uh, he just took a church in Idaho, uh, right outside uh, uh, Boise, Idaho, a good place. And, and this, this really happened. He just called me uh, last week. And uh, uh, and he's got a, a nice pickup and a trailer, and he's going to have to live in it till uh, they, they can afford to get a house. And it's a nice trailer, nice pickup, whatever. And uh, the church is downtown, and and he's going to park the church on the uh, uh, on the church property and live in it. And uh, 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 he didn't ask the, the city, Mr. Mayor, you don't know about this, but he, no, no, he didn't ask the city. He didn't ask the city if he could do it. You know, sometimes it's it's easier to get to, uh, it's easier to get to, uh, uh, forgiveness than it is permission. Oh, just put your sign up. No, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway, 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 uh, he. He he had to, he didn't have a sewer outlet, now, and and he was looking he couldn't find he couldn't even find the sewer line, and so he had to call the city. The city this happened, man. The city sent a young fella out there, uh, about in his early thirties, and he come out there, and uh, he said, "I'm from the city." He said, uh, uh, "What do you need?" He said, "Well, we we, we need to find a sewer line." And uh, now in California, boy, that'd been a that'd been a that had been a deal. Thank God that it wasn't California. Hey, I want to tell y'all something. Don't move to California. I mean that with all of my heart. We got 39 million people in California. We got a lot of people and we're out of water. Well, that's another story. But anyway, any, hey, no kidding. Don't, don't, don't. The grass is not green. In fact, the grass is withered over there right now. We're having problems. Ain't that right, Eddie? Eddie's from He goes to my son's church up in Northern California. He's here visiting his daughter. But anyway, you get on back to California. Anyway, anyway, uh, this guy from the city, he looked at Rick, and he said, he said, I, I know you from somewhere. He said, uh, uh, Rick said, well, I don't know you. And so they're searching around for that sewer line, and he said, that, that, that fellow from the city said, uh, how long you been here? He said, I've only been here two weeks. He said, I'm the new pastor here. Oh, and, and he said, well, where are you from? He said, I'm from California. He said, well, I'm from California too. He said, what town are you from? He said, I'm from Fresno. He said, I'm from Fresno too. And he looked at Rick. He said, I remember now. He said, when I was a kid, living in Fresno, California. He said, I used to ride that white bus with that red stripe and go to that Pentecostal church. That's what he said. I'm telling you, buses pay off. He said, and that kid said, I'll tell you what. He said, they would have cheeseburger Sunday. And he said, I'd go get a cheeseburger. If I took somebody with me, I could get a two-liter Pepsi. He said, that's where I saw you. I'm telling you what, it, it works, folks. It works, it works, it works. God wants a church to be soul-minded. Uh, oh, yeah. You, we can get an attitude. It's us four and no more. God don't like that attitude. This church needs some new blood. You say, oh, 
And the old blood here can say, well, I don't like that. Well, I'm telling you what, you need some new blood. There ain't nothing like new blood. There ain't nothing like new faces. That's right. There ain't nothing like new testimonies. Oh, yeah, there ain't nothing like a new voice. There ain't nothing like a new family. There ain't nothing like a, oh, ho, 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 ho. If you take somebody in this church tonight, if they run to this altar and repent of their sins, it set this church on fire. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Let's worship God. All things are now ready. All things are now ready. All things are now ready. Maybe this is not the kind of preaching you ought to do on a night like this, but when I think about what God's done for you, this is the right kind of preaching. God wants you to fill this building up. I say, oh, God, let the spirit of evangelism come to this church. Glory to God. And I just happened to think before I left Fresno, there was a, now I still live there, but, uh, but, uh, Man, I've preached in 50 churches since I left there, over 50. And I'm coming to y'all's church. I'll be there. I know what y'all thinking. I, I've been on my way ever since you asked me. I just ain't got there yet. I'll take care of y'all after church, all right? And, and, and so it, it, before I left there, there was a little girl that used to ride our Sunday school bus. And, and she rode our and she got to be about 12 years old. Did you know that little 12-year-old girl? Riding the bus ever since she was just a little kid. Listen, in one revival, Brother David Abbott's with us. In one revival, uh, her mother came in and her aunt came in and all of their family. There was 18 brand new people came into our church through one little girl. I'm telling you, it can happen in Texarkana. Come on, you need to give your preacher some stories to tell. I've got some stories to tell. I've got more stories to tell. That's right. There ain't nothing like evangelism. There ain't nothing like new voices. There ain't nothing like new blood. There ain't nothing like new faces. Praise God. Sometimes a, a, a church can, and it can get to the place that it just becomes us four and no more. No, no, no. Folks are just happy to come and happy to go. I want to live for God. And they live for God. And you're living for God and all that. But God put you here and gave you these facilities to have revival and to have evangelism. Oh, let's raise our hands and worship God. Oh, let's worship the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, come on, let's worship the Lord. Let's stand to our feet and worship the Lord as the musicians come. Hallelujah. Oh, let's worship the Lord. Let's praise the Lord God Almighty, everlasting Father. Revival, revival, evangelism, revival, evangelism. There is a difference between revival and evangelism. Revival. Revival is reviving something that was, like charging a battery. Yeah, evangelism is reaching that which was not, reaching that. Oh, yeah. I say God baptize us with this church needs, this church needs a revival of evangelism. That's why this church needs a revival of evangelism. Come on, get you some church cards. Start inviting folks. Start inviting folks. Oh, let's, uh, let's give the Lord a good hand clap. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Come on, let's worship the Lord. 
God. The Bible says, the Bible said, to whom much is given, much will be required. Brother Calhoun, much is going to be required of this church because God has blessed this church. You have got everything. All things are now ready. You don't have an excuse. It's ready. It's ripe. It's time. I say, God, let it happen. Let's raise our hands and ask God for the spirit of evangelism. Oh, thank you, Brother Morton. How many feels challenged tonight?